We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, an angry mom from California makes national news because she says what everybody should be saying, what every parent should say, and that drag queen story hours and drag queen performances in public parks that are promoted as family friendly are anything but. I'm Dr. Everett Piper and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you so much for listening into the show. All right, so today's topic is this drag queen nonsense that's going on across the United States right now, and specifically in heartland locations. We've talked about Kentucky and Tennessee, Texas, Iowa, Nebraska, and even here in our little town of Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Now, don't for a second think that this is a coincidence. This is planned. This is strategic. They're going after these small heartland communities. They're arguing that going into public places like your local public park and having a drag queen performance or going into your public library and having a drag queen story hour for minors. And I'm not talking 14 and 15-year-olds when I say minors. I'm talking 6, 7, and 8-year-olds. I'm talking about events in the public square in public parks, and in public libraries. I'm going to emphasize the word public one more time. These are public places where your child can go, presumably, at times, without any supervision from you. Your 8-year-old or 10-year-old rides his bicycle through the public park. He has a library card, so he goes to the public library. And in those public places, you find a bunch of adult men a group of adult men who are dressing up in knee-high leather boots, fishnet stockings, leotards that expose half of their rear end, and exaggerated makeup that would make Tammy Faye Baker blush. Your kids stumble across this, and you're supposed to be okay with it because these are family-friendly events. We actually have a man running for city council here in Bartlesville that is celebrating all of this stuff. His name is Lauren Razel, R-A-S-Z-E-L. He's running for city council, and you should not vote for anybody who thinks that it's okay to stand by and take pride, quote-unquote, because these are the t-shirts that these people wear at their pride events. They might want to remember that pride goeth before a fall. They might want to remember that C.S. Lewis called pride the ultimate sin because it leads to all other sins. You might want to remember that pride is one of the seven deadly sins that's been cited by the church for nearly 2,000 years. Pride. And they're celebrating pride wearing their t-shirts, their rainbow-colored t-shirts that say pride, 
in Bartlesville were open and were tolerant and were loving. Yeah, you're open and you're tolerant about anything and everything that you agree with, but when somebody such as myself, yours truly, speaks out against that, you're not tolerant and you're not open-minded any longer, are you? Because this Lauren Rizal guy actually has called for me not to be printed in local media because he doesn't want to engage in the conversation or the debate. What is he afraid of? What do these people see that is so frightening to them when somebody just disagrees with them? And by the way, disagreement is not synonymous with hate. Just because I don't agree with you does not mean I hate you. Don't buy the lie. Don't allow them to create this straw man, this fallacy of hate. When all you're doing is disagreeing with things that they want to do in the public park, for example. Why in the world is it hateful for me to suggest that if you want to engage in this type of activity, that you should keep it private? Go behind closed doors somewhere. Go into the community center where you can rent the space and do your stuff, but don't do it out in the streets and on the sidewalk and in the public park which by definition is open to everyone. The intolerance of their agenda is huge. It's obvious. And they can't tolerate any dissenting view to the point where they will actually start petitions to get people that disagree with them eliminated from the local media. Sidebar, I didn't even know that the Examiner Enterprise was carrying any of my uh, editorials, my opinion pieces any longer. I, I don't submit them. I don't ask them to print anything. So if they printed anything as a republication, a reprint from what's uh, published by the Washington Times on a weekly basis, I, I didn't know it. And frankly, I don't care whether they print it or not. I mean, the Bartlesville Examiner Enterprise's circulation is less than my Facebook account. But it's, it's not even half. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying that to be a jerk about it. It's just a fact. Your Facebook accounts, my Facebook accounts, surely are half to maybe even close to triple what the Bartlesville circulation is, the Bartlesville Examiner Enterprise circulation. These newspapers are dying. They don't have any voice any longer. And one of the reasons is they ignore the local, the local attitude, the local community ethos. They think it's their job to come in and contradict the common sense values of local heartland communities like Bartlesville. It's arrogant. It's disrespectful to the culture of these communities. They're supposed to be so multicultural and showing cultural respect to differences from one community to another, one state to another, one nation to another, one culture to another. But oh no, if you challenge their radical progressive cultural assumptions, then your culture be damned. They don't care about it. They're going to tear it down, they're going to mock it, they're going to malign it. And they're going to use their stupid little newspapers that are failing as a platform for doing so. So let's take a break, and when I get back, I'm going to play an audio clip for you of a woman in California at a school board meeting. Her name is Brittany Mayer. She had the courage, the intestinal fortitude, she had the spine to step into the public square and call this stuff exactly what it is. It's debauched, it's grooming, it's predatory, and it's nonsense. We'll listen to this audio clip, and then we'll pick it apart after, the sh after this break. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. So welcome back to The Rebellion. Like I said, I want to start out this part of the show 
by having you listen to this audio clip of this woman from California, Encinitas Union Public School District. Here is Brittany Mayer, a young mom going to the school board meeting and doing exactly what every single decent parent in the United States should be doing. Now, I want you people that live in small heartland communities to recognize what this courage, this, this confidence, because she's entering into an arena that's much less friendly than the ones that you all live in. If you live in Bartlesville, if you live in any town in Oklahoma, quite frankly, you have the opportunity to do this. You have the responsibility to do this type of thing. And the environment that you live in is much more friendly to your traditional values than what this woman in California has to endure. But yet she still did what needed to be done. She still said what needed to be said. Here you go. I just want to know what it is uh, that makes a drag show family friendly. Because if you follow it to its logical conclusion, you can slap family-friendly titles on anything. You can have family-friendly gentlemen's clubs, family-friendly strip shows, family-friendly Fifty Shades of Grey read-alouds. Will you approve my flyer if I want to host in all the sex secrets of the Kama Sutra for kids and families, if it's family-friendly? That's mm-hmm. my question. Wow. Uh, what is it about a grown man? And I honestly, sincerely, as a woman, mean this. What is it about a grown man? costumed in a sparkly bra with augmented boobs busting out a leather miniskirt barely covering his twerking ass with tuck tape on his front while spreading his fishnetted legs as he writhes on the ground grinding his groin next to a minor family friendly you owe us an answer and you know you don't get to hide by just taking something down off peach tree and calling it a day you owe an explanation and an apology You, a little school district board of adults, made the decision to feature an event to hypersexualize young children. Do you want to know that the word that defines that? It's groomer. You all played the activist pimp for an aligned surgical center and for a 21 plus gay bar. It makes you groomers and activist pimps. And we won't have those sitting on a school board who oversees the education of our children. You all stepped out of line. You should be ashamed. There's nothing loving. There's nothing. Let's unite and include. Because the logical conclusion of that is you end up in diabolical evil. There are boundaries. And you don't slap family-friendly titles on stuff to cover your ass. Standing ovation for Brittany Mayer of Encinitas, California. She enters into the lion's den in a much more liberal and progressive environment than many of us in the heartland have to face. And she says what needs to be said. She does what needs to be done. She sets an example, and we need to follow that example. If she can do it, we can and should do it in every small town across the Plain States and the heartland of America from coast to coast, for that matter. I mean, I've I've talked about it. If you listen to the show, you know that in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, we had the same exact thing in a local public park. I've said the word public 500 times in the last couple of shows because I'm emphasizing the fact that there are boundaries. I agree with Brittany Mayer. There are boundaries, and the boundaries should be public 
behavior in public spaces and private behavior in private spaces. And if you want to have, quote-unquote, adult entertainment, then take it behind closed doors. Shame on ConocoPhillips. Phillips 66, the local State Farm Insurance agent, Safari Smiles, Truity Credit Union, and every other group that sponsored this thing in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Shame on them. Shame on them. I mean, they think, I guess, that the most important thing for this small little conservative town of 40,000 people is to have a family-friendly drag queen show in the local public park. That's where they want to throw their money to support the community. Now, again, the backstory on this whole thing here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, is that on September 10th, the Oklahomans for Equality, O-K-E-Q is their acronym, Oklahomans for Equality. It's a gay and lesbian group. It's an LGBTQ rainbow group. Now, they, along with the support of these benefactors that I've already mentioned, ConocoPhillips, Truity, State Farm Insurance, Phillips 66, they hosted a pride festival at a venue known as Unity Park, which is right downtown next to the Bartlesville Community Center. It's a public space. It's a public park. And as I've said before, this event included multiple activities, not the least of which were performances by several drag queens. It was promoted as that. And you know what a drag queen is, by the way? It's essentially an adult man who gets his kicks out of dressing up in knee-high leather boots, fishnet stockings, leotards, sequenced cape, and makeup that would make, like I said earlier, Tammy Faye Baker blush. And, and this particular show was promoted as a family-friendly event. They're doing this in California. They're doing it in Washington, D.C., and they're doing it here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. They're calling it family-friendly for a reason. They provide bouncy toys for the kids, face painting, obviously in rainbow colors. And now they're providing opportunities for children to learn how to give dollar bills to these types of performers. You're, I'm serious. We've got pictures of them. Six, eight, ten-year-olds handing dollar bills to these men as they dance and cavort in front of these kids. Now, everybody should be asking this basic question. Basically, you should be saying, as well as everybody, whether you're listening in Ohio or Oregon or Oklahoma, you should be saying, okay, I wouldn't be surprised to hear of this happening in San Francisco, Seattle, or New York, but Bartlesville, Oklahoma? I mean, surely not, right? How in the world did the local folks react to that? That's a question you all should be asking. Well, as you know, react they did. And for the good, at least in terms of the majority, we had 2,200 young parents, or at least predominantly young parents. The petition was started by some millennial-age parents. A petition. It was signed by over 2,200 people in support of the position. And what, what was their request? What did this petition call for? Well, here it is in short. A remnant of good moms and dads simply made it clear that they still believe it's wrong for an adult, an adult male, to dress in size 14 pumps and a thong and shake his half-exposed butt in front of their 18-year-old children. So, in the context of that assumption, 
these good moms and dads, these good folks, this 2,200 number, these 2,200 people that signed this petition, they simply requested that saw that this kind of adult, quote-unquote, behavior be restricted to private locations and that the city council enforce the existing ordinances. And I covered those for you in a previous show. In other words, they were saying to the city council, enforce the existing ordinances. They are there. We've got laws on the books. And here's a quote from the Bartlesville Ordinance. Anyone who behaves lewdly in a public place is offensive to decency and is guilty of an offense against the city of Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Close quote. So, in other words, what these petitioners were asking for is pretty simple. I'll paraphrase their petition. Here's my paraphrase. If you get your jollies out of this type of nonsense, then have at it, but do so in private, not in public. Keep your private life where it belongs and away from our children. We take our kids to the local park to watch the ducks, not to watch you grinding to Shania Twain's I Feel Like a Woman. Now, you'd think in conservative Oklahoma that the conservative city leaders would respond favorably to what, until about five minutes ago, would have been considered common sense. You'd you'd think that here in Oklahoma, wouldn't you? Well, here, think again. Consider the local mayor in Bartlesville. He's a Republican, a good man. I hate to be challenging him like this, but he needs his feet held to the fire. When, when he was asked by the over 2,000 petitioners to enforce the standing decency laws of the community, he said this. This is a quote. Lewd and lasciviousness are somewhat subjective terms. Who shall be the arbiter of lewdness? One person's weed is another person's beautiful flower. Who's correct legally? Close quote. Are you serious? One person's weed is another person's beautiful flower? This Republican leader just watched a party in the park that bordered on sexual predation. A bunch of sexual predators. And he won't go out on a limb and call it lewd? And here, more, here's something in addition. He apparently can't bring himself to say that this is garbage. And it's anything but family-friendly. One person's weed is another person's beautiful flower. This is not beautiful. Grooming our children in public places, teaching them how to hand dollar bills out as if it's a strip joint, to sexual performers. By definition, that's what these drag queen dudes are. They're sexual performers. They're groomers. They're predators. They're preying on the innocence of these children. Now, this kind of equivocation that's coming from our city leadership, it's more than equivocation. I'm going to call it what it is, cowardice. It's rife across the heartland. It's not just here in Bartlesville. I don't care where you're listening. It's happening in your own backyard. And our message to the local officials should be loud and clear. Do your dang job. That should be our message. Enforce the law and stop cowering every time these cultural bullies kick sand in your face. Grow a spine. Do what you're elected to do. Now, I'm going to read the words of Brittany 
mayor to you. I want you to hear them. I want to repeat them. I, I can't do it better than she did it. But I want you to hear these words again. I'm going to quote her. This is what she said. I'd just like to know what it is that makes a drag show family-friendly. You can slap family-friendly titles on anything. You can have a family-friendly gentleman's club, a family-friendly strip club, a family-friendly Fifty Shades of Grey. What is it about a grown man costumed in a sparkly bra with augmented boobs busting out with a leather miniskirt barely covering his twerking you fill in the blank, with tuck tape on his front while spreading his fish-netted legs as he writhes on the ground, grinding his groin next to a miner. What makes that family-friendly, she asks. And then she goes on, she says, You've been caught with your sparkling panties down. While we have a culture that has a massive problem with child porn and sex, sex trafficking, you decided to feature an event that sexualizes young children. I'm, I'm still quoting her right now. Do you want to know that there is a word that describes what you've done? It's groomer. You all played the activist pimp for our children. You've all stepped out of line, and you should be ashamed. There's nothing loving about this, because the logical conclusion of what you've done is diabolical evil, and that's not love. And then she says this, There are boundaries, and you don't slap family-friendly on this stuff to cover your blank. That's Brittany Mayer of Encinitas, California. And I'll tell you right now that she caught everybody's attention. She slowed down this train. This train that's taking your children off to indoctrination camps. To be sexually groomed. To have their innocence stolen and their morality dumbed down. The dumbing down of deviancy, to quote Patrick Monaghan. This is exactly what's going on in your public square, your public parks, your public libraries. And then you have, here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, during this election season, you have a man by the name of Lauren Rizal, who works for Phillips 66, or maybe it's ConocoPhillips, I don't know which one, one of the two, here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. He works for them. He proudly attends these events. He wears the t-shirts. He posts the rainbow icons on his Facebook page and other social, social media outlets, celebrating this destruction of community decency, celebrating the violation of laws that are on the books in our community. This, this is not somebody you should vote for. For everybody that's listening to me right now living in Bartlesville, do not vote for this man. There, there's somebody else running against him. It's Chelsea Wagoner. Vote for her. For Ward 2 City Councilman 
here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Why? Because she's a good mom with good values and common sense, and she's willing to go public and stand against this stuff, and she's getting beat up by the rainbow cabal for doing so. They've tried to out her. They've tried to scold her and mock her and malign her publicly because she signed this petition, a petition that 2,200 people signed, saying, keep this stuff behind closed doors. Stop taking, stop forcing this agenda on our community. We don't want it, and we don't want our children to be exposed to it. Just stop. That's Chelsea Wagoner. Vote for her. Do not vote for a man who celebrates the dumbing down of decency, of deviancy, the celebration of pride, the utmost sin, the sin that leads to all others. Everything rainbow, everything progressive, politically correct. Don't vote for somebody who can't think, who just goes with the flow and parrots all of the popular ideology without any ability to be critical and analyze this stuff logically, productively, thoughtfully. Don't vote for anybody who wants to shut down the debate and cancel anybody and censor someone that disagrees with them. Remove their commentary from the public square while you start forcing your drag queen commentary on the public and the local parks. This is not someone you want to vote for. This is not the type of leadership you want in your community because that's how your small towns will change overnight. Little heartland community towns will change if you don't get out and elect people that will defend your local values, your heartland values, because they hold them too and they understand them and they've got an ability to compare those values to these other quote-unquote, values, which are anything but valuable, they can compare the traditional, historic, Judeo-Christian ethic to the progressive nonsense that's being rammed down your throat and pushed on your kids at the youngest of ages. You know, Jesus told us very clearly. In fact, it implies that this sin is going to be judged and punished differently than other sins, at least I would say. His statement implies that because he says, Woe unto them that compromise these little children. It would be better for them, for you to have a millstone tied around your neck and for you to be cast into the sea than to lead one of these little ones astray. Remember that when you vote. Jesus was pretty harsh on anyone that would compromise the innocence of our children. Lead them astray. Take them to a debauched, lewd, licentious, purient event like a drag queen performance and teach your little kids how to hand these sexual performers, these groomers, these predators, dollar bills. Shame. Shame on anybody who doesn't raise their voice and say, no, not on my watch. Chelsea Wagner is saying that. Lauren Rizal certainly is not. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.